Okay, Parsha Lech Lecha. So we, find, we meet up from, we, start, we, we actually meet up from last week in the Parsha Lech, and now there's also Amar Avram. So what are we gonna, what happens then? Obviously, the first thing we know is he, Rebbe tells him, leave your home. Go away from your family. Get out of here. He walks around, he goes to Mitzrayim. First he walks around, then he gets out of Israel, then he goes down to Mitzrayim. There's a rub, a famine. Then, of course, the parasha with Sarah, the power takes Sarah away from him, and he gives him back, and then the fight with Lot, and the cattle, and then Lot and the Avram split up. Then we have the war, of the four kings against the five kings, and the four kings were winning. Avram comes to, to fight them in order to get back his nephew Lot, and he beats these four strong kings, then at the end we have Brisbane Absarm, which is the Brisbane Absarm who makes with Avram Avinu, and then Brismila. Parish of Hagar and Yishmael a little bit. There's one common theme over here, which I think we can discuss. You know, most people, when they get into a situation where they don't know what to do, they get nervous, they get tense, they get stressed out, have to make a decision. Decide to go this way or that way. It's not easy. The way we understand the story of Avram, it sounds like Akash Baruch told him and he did it. If Akash Baruch was with me, I could do it. Where did he get this from? So there's a Medrash. Medrash says Avram looked around the world, very famous Medrash, looked around the world and said, You know, there's too many beautiful things here the sun, moon, stars. Ooh. Can't be that it happened by itself. It's like if you have a castle and you have lights going on and off in the castle and you have things happening there. It can't be that there's nobody there. If it's, a, if it's dark and dreary, it could be a dead castle, no owner. But if there's lights happening and things going on and you know you think, see things through the windows and you see happenings in the castle, you know there's somebody there, somebody running in the castle. So if everybody looked at around the world and said there must be somebody here running running the world. So Bishop says, Ah, he found me. Now I'll, tell you, now I'll start speaking to you. Let's go. But that looking around the world got so ingrained in Aram Avinu, got so ingrained in him that he didn't have to ask questions. That was Amuna. Amuna in the Rebbe is the fact that I know with a firm belief so strong that nothing could shake me. Real Amuna is, I'm calm. Nothing should, there's a Rebbe running the world. That's this is the moon and bitach. Bitach is the actual doing things and the understanding that Kodesh Baruch does it. But the moon is the fact that Rabbi Shem is running the world. Rabbi Shem is here with me every step of the way. So Avraham Avinu's moon was so strong that when Kodesh Baruch comes and tells him Lech Lecha, Avraham Avinu goes. There's a rub in the in the, in Yisrael. Kodesh Baruch just sent me to Yisrael, and now there's a famine. If there would have been a complaint, the Torah would have recorded it. There was no complaints. Avraham did what he had to do. Only to fight the kings. Four Malachim, the, strong, the strongest people in the world. I have to go save my, I have to go save my, my family. My Lot's my family. I have to go save him. He goes, some say with Eliezer just, some say with, with the servants. 318, how many is that already? Against the armies, four armies. And he wins. But the point is not that he won. The point is that he went without any questions. 
And how do we see? What do we see in the Psukim? And Abraham didn't have any problem, questions. The Pazak says after the Muhammad, after the, the, the wars, Abraham wanted to give Abraham Avinu some stuff. We knew stuff from the wars. And Abraham Avinu said, I'm not going to take anything from you. The one who created the Shrimbars. So Rashi explains that through the Asiya, through the making it, the Khashbahu owns it. And Chazal say that Avramavina should show that Avramavina had no gaiva because he gave everything he said, everything in the Khashbahu's. Kaya Shrimbars is all Hashem's. Nothing of mine. I'm, I'm it's all Kaddish Barbos. Avram, Avram Avinu is so strong in this concept that the Yubayin is running the world that even Melchizedek offers him all he wants. I only end for you. I raise you, I'm raising my hands. It's all Kaddish There's nothing of mine. So, at that point, after the Muhammad, the Yubayin says, okay, now I'm going to make a bris with you. I'm going to make a covenant with you. So he makes a bris and bris made him he splits up the animals, and the bird flies down. A lot of different Muslim, what that means, a lot of different hints to things in, in, in that's going to happen in the future. But then we get to Praj Brismila. Praj Brismila is a very interesting point over here. Praj Brismila, where he says, I'll make the bris with you, when he says it to Avram Avinu, he says, just Avadna Brisi, I'll make a bris between me and you. Let's make a covenant between me and you. You serve me, and I'll help you. Doesn't say anything about the milo. Nothing about the actual physical milo. Then, when later on, in a few seconds later, when it says that adds in all the children and the rest, of the, then it adds in and make a bris, and you're gonna have a milo. That's when Himalachem calls off. That's when you have to do the, the milo. So, what's the difference between the two parts? So, Vidya Kliyaka points, points out something that's unbelievable. Avram Avinu, his heart was so pure, his heart was so with the Rebbeinu Shalem on a constant basis, he didn't need the actual physical milah to have a covenant with Hashem. He didn't need to have that, 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 that milah. All he needed was the bris. The milah was, was only that Avram Avinu, for everybody else to see that Avram Avinu made a bris, made a covenant with Hashem. That was what the meal was for. But when it came to the rest of the, to his children, when it came to his children, so over there, the children... So when, when it comes to everybody else, so the first thing they need is to have a meal in order for that to take effect on the heart. So Ramavinu, his heart was so pure already, he really, really didn't need that meal to make his heart pure. Make his heart really like Kaddish All he needed was the bris. Okay, I'm good. Why did he do a milah? He did a milah, Kliyokar says this, for everybody else to see that I made a bris with Hashem. Now when it comes to us, his children, we don't have to start with that heart. We were born with the Yitzhah heart, and we don't start with that pure heart just for Kaddish So the first thing we need to do is the milah. So we have the milah, and with the milah comes the bris. And therefore we, the milah helps us along in order to purify our, our hearts. So really, our bris milo is the, the start of our moon and Hashem, of our realization of Kajbok in the world. By, taking, by making that milo, what we're saying to the world is, is I believe that there's a in the world. Hashem is running the world. 
Because no normal person would go and do a surgery at eight days old on their kid if it wasn't for that reason. So if we have a bris the shoulder to say, I'm going to make my heart pure for Hashem. Because the bris we know takes away all the... In different societies, it takes away the gashmis. It takes away our physical... We have much more physical typhus, physical wants. If we wouldn't, would not have the bris now after we had the bris we have we could control them. We could control our physical wants. We have that ability now. So therefore, the the parsha of Lechlecha is from start to finish parsha of Emun and Hashem. The realization that no matter where Hashem sends me to go, Hashem will take care of me. The realization of the realization of no matter what I have to do, if I do with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, I go, to, I go to war with people who are stronger than me and I'll win. No matter what it is, Kosh Boko promises something, that something will happen. It might be a hundred years later. Like if I only had a child at a hundred years old. Nine years old, yeah? It might be, but Kosh Boko will do it. In every aspect of our lives, Kosh Boko will help us with our, we'll run our lives. If we realize, if we say to Kosh Boko, I believe in you. My imuna, my belief is totally in you. Therefore, Akash Baruch will say, oh, you believe in me and you're going, to show, you're going to show me that everything you do is going to be with Hashem in mind. Like the Shulchan Aruch says, if you read it, want to read it in Shemin Reish Lamed or Reish Lamed Aleph, everything we do should be the Shem Shemayim. Oh, every day we, should, we, should, we have to do things. We have to eat and enjoy ourselves. We're allowed to enjoy ourselves. We're allowed to eat, allowed to drink. But if you have one thought of, I'm doing this, Shem Shemayim, I'm doing this to have Kayak to serve Hashem better. I'm doing... So therefore, all of a sudden, the whole action changes. Our, our action changes from enjoying a good coffee to enjoying good coffee because Hashem, because that's going to help me out with my Hashem, with my service to Hashem. Eating a good piece of steak could become a mitzvah, not just with the bracha, but the fact that I'm doing it because I need to have, I want to have koyach, I want to have strength, you know, to be able to serve Hashem better. Our whole lives could change just by realizing putting Hashem. Emuna, putting a realization of Hashem in our lives on a constant basis, we could do the same things and make our whole lives into a different life. Our whole lives can become one big mitzvah, one big service of our Kaddish Baruch. And that's the aside of Parshat, how we should be zeichah, have a good Shabbos.